0: in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9 It's Sam and Greg. It's a Saturday morning. Thank you for letting us be a part of it. 19th day of August. Good morning. Yeah, yeah. Morning. Didn't get that out properly, but you know what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And good morning to you uh, folks.
2: In Peachtree Corners, Peachtree Corners, Peachtree Corners. Yeah, man, that must. Some of the good folks from Peachtree Corners are probably headed um, down to Mercedes-Benz Stadium, as that is near Norcross High School, and they are in the first game. Of the morning start at less than an in an hour, they'll be kicking off. Battle right. of the Blue Devils.
1: Well, again, as we as we as we talk about Corky Kell and we talk about high school football, I mean, this is what's been going on. Chris Parker is going to join us. In just a little bit here, but if you're heading out there to the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, you know what the lineup is. You got Norcross at Marietta. That's gonna. And by the way, uh, to you and, and, and Eric we, and me too. We can't screw around. It's nine o'clock hour. Okay. We okay. we got to end it like TBS used to do their TV ch- uh, shows. We got to do it five minutes before the end of the hour. <laughs> so <laughs> oh. we can't be screwing around the way we normally do because we got to turn things over to them for the Corky Kell pregame show. Yeah. All
2: right. But we got Norcross,
1: Marietta, yeah. followed by Brookwood, McEachern, yes. followed by Mill Creek and North Gwinnett, followed by Grayson and Walton. That's it. And you just hope that there's no overtime games. Yep, early on, thing stays on schedule. That Grayson isn't kicking off at eleven thirty. Yep. At I night,
2: mean, they're having donuts delivered into the, <laughs> <Okay. laughs> the locker room after the game. Yeah, you know. It's, what it's be hope.
1: before we get into what's going on, is I ask you this question. And by the way, thank you to Reggie Rouse for this. Okay. I want to I thank Reggie for getting this to me. Okay. All right. You ready for this? What you got? Tell me what these people have in common. Anthony Anderson. Okay. You know Anthony Anderson. Mm-hmm. Arsenio Hall. Okay. You know Arsenio Hall. Yeah. Uh, Common. Wow. about Debbie Allen? Ooh. And I will end with Emmanuel Lewis. Whoa. If you had to guess, what do these people have in common?
2: I do not know.
1: Well, they're all... In the entertainment industry, for one.
2: That's true. That's true. But I'm thinking, he's trying to think of something different.
1: They are all HBCU attendees. Okay. 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 All right. I got this from Reggie. The inaugural HBCU First Look 100 I Aspire list. Okay. Accumulated collection of notable content creators in the film, television, and broadcast industry. HBCU 100 acknowledges today's leading HBCU alums while shining a light on the HBCU's impact, preparing the next generation of filmmakers and creative types. Yep. to embellish a little bit on that last one, but yeah, I got him right here. He sent me the one hundred. I just gave you just a little, little. You just run your finger through the yeah. icing on the top there, right? But all of these, so that's again, an impressive list. Anthony Anderson, actor, comedian, mm-hmm. game show host. Arsenio Hall, actor, you know, comedian, actor. Common, award-winning rapper, actor, film producer. Debbie Allen. Choreographer, television director, producer, act Emanuel Lewis. But I mean, we got folks on here that you may not have heard of. Charles King, you heard of him? Graduated at Harvard University, film producer. By the okay. way, Common, Florida AM, mm-hmm. Debbie Allen, Howard. Howard, yeah. Uh, Lewis, Clark, Clark Atlanta. Clark mm-hmm. um, Anthony Anderson,
2: Howard. Okay.
1: Arsenio Hall, Central State.
2: Central State. The Fighting Hugh Okay.
1: <laughs> okay. So, um,. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, man, it's just a, a whole lot of lists here. Brittany Scott-Smith, you ever heard of her? She went to Spelman,
2: She's Okay. director and producer. Okay. So
1: thank Reggie for this. So I'll, be, I'll be referencing this a lot <laughs> as we move forward. Hang here. on to
2: that because we don't, you know what, tomorrow morning, by the way, folks, uh, speaking of tomorrow morning, uh, John Grant, friend of the show, will be joining us. Of course, he's the director oh, celebration of Celebration Bowl. Bowl, but also the MEAC Swack Challenge, which takes place next Saturday, that will um, have South Carolina State against Jackson State. And that's gonna be a, a big event. Um Disney's gonna be uh in town. They're gonna be involved because drum major Mickey will be back again. Who? Drum major Mickey. Mickey Mouse is also an HBCU drum major. You didn't know that, did you? No, I did Yeah. This is
1: like Barbie, it's right? The got, second a, year she's for a that pilot dude. and she got a sports car easy.
2: HBCU astronaut. HBCU drum major. And as as a part of Disney called Disney on the yard and which is, you know, about HBCUs and so that's that's all happening next week as part. But when we talk to him, we're going to, to find out about this band, uh, HBCU National Band Championship that is coming to Atlanta uh, the week of the celebration. See,
1: I always thought there was that anyway. We've had really? a lot of
2: battle of the bands. Yeah, okay. Had a lot of battle of the bands, but never a championship with some hardware that is given. It'll be a trophy at the end. Yes. Wow. So that is going to happen, and we'll ask him all about that tomorrow morning when he joins. Wonder
1: us. whose name is on the trophy. Oh, Remember, I don't the, know. the the you know, her we ribs. We'll ask, we'll, we'll, we'll,
2: we'll ask him. Uh, Is probably as a sponsor? That, we'll yeah. me, but uh, he can tell us all that when he joins us tomorrow morning.
1: Happy seventy seventh birthday.
2: Seventy seven.
1: Happy seventy seventh birthday to William Jefferson Clinton.
2: Really, seventy seven. Bill Clinton. Man, seventy seven today. Okay,
1: so right. throwing that out there. Wow. Um, Again, it you know, was the first
2: time I heard of him. I, I didn't even know know about him, but it was at an event. Well, it was backstage. over Fox Five. I was working behind the scenes. Okay, and Don King was promoting a fight in town, and, and it was. We're like, talking what year? We're talking eighties. We're talking eighties. It was like a Tim Weatherspoon, Michael Dokes, one of Dude. them them folks, right? What are you looking? Go ahead.
1: Keep talking. You were well, talking. I'm gonna show
2: you something. But well, he was talking about all the people who were coming to the. Coming to the fight, you know Don King loved to, you know, all the bombast. Oh, absolutely! Oh, and this person is coming, and this person is coming, and Isaac Hayes, Black Moses, is going to sing national anthem, and Dion Warwick is coming in. <laughs> I was there for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know that? That's what, what? he was coming through, doing the rounds. Okay, uh, he was
1: doing around the radio station, man, and that's what I looked like
2: back then. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what he that was, he was looking like forever, <laughs> but he but he said, and they're all coming, and and and, and the young governor from Arkansas, and he, he got his name yeah, and Emily. Who's that?
1: Bill Clinton. No, I'm saying that's what you said yeah, there. Yeah,
2: yeah, no, no, that's what he said. Yeah, he said, and the young governor from Arkansas. And I was like. Again,
1: who's right. that? You On your face, you said that, but then he told you, you know.
2: Who, no, he didn't tell me. I figured this out later. He never said his name. So you still did, that's what I'm a No, at the time he was there, I had no idea. But after yeah. that, I thought, okay, she was talking about Bill Clinton.
1: Absolutely. He was coming to the fight. Bill Clinton shares a birthday with Gene Roddenberry. Whoa. See? Okay, yeah, the Star Trek thing earlier. If you missed that, if you're, if you're a Trekkie, we did a little tribute to Gene Roddenberry earlier. Yes, you did. Yeah, Bill Shoemaker.
2: Oh man, Willie Shoemaker, mm-hmm.
1: and one of those girls actresses from the '60s, Jill Saint John. <laughs>
0: Wow! All right? Am, I, am uh, I lying? Yeah, yeah. She was. She was one of, the one of them.
1: Girl. She was in James. She was in Diamonds Are Forever. Was she? She was in Diamonds. She was. She, she was the was Bond James girl. Bond. She was a James Bond. And it was the last Sean Connery one. With okay. The worst toupee in the world. And and Jimmy Dean. I mean, from Jimmy Dean pork sausage was in it. Oh no! What he, was? He Are was the guy, serious? William, Willy, Wil, Wilbur Wright, or William something.
2: The Sausage
1: Man. He was, was he was the dude who was being taken advantage of by the Eric, bad guy Eric, in Diamonds Are Forever.
2: Like a movies with the Sausage Man. Was,
1: yeah, man, and he was just as bad an actor as you thought. But yeah, he was he was he was the rich dude who was being taken advantage of. <sighs> Wilbur Wright, William Wright, something like that. We'll uh-huh. figure it out. But yeah, Jill St. John was the oh, bikini clad redhead oh my. who was in the whole movie. Or <laughs> <laughs> that's what he used to do it. Go ahead, man. What's up with these Braves?
2: But honestly, folks, but honestly, folks, Braves got the win last call. night. They were 4 nothing. There's three straight shutout wins now. And when you any question you got about the Braves starting pitching, they're rounding in the form that you want to see them try to maintain here until you cross the finish line at the end of September. Spencer Stride, of course, going seven strong innings. That's the thing. Not only are they getting wins and their shutouts, but the starting pitching is going deep into the game. And to me, that's a very healthy sign for the starting rotation. And it also rests your bullpen. Michael Harris flirted with a going for the cycle last night, four for five in an RBI. It was great to see him have that kind of effort last night. And the Braves get the win. Uh, let's see if they can get a win. Um, again today we got Yanni Chirinos going, and you want to try to get a consistent start for him. He's had his ups and downs. That would be great, and a win would also win the series. We um, they, they take the two out of three, which we take the two out of three any time we can. So that's what we're looking forward to today.
1: Willard White, that was his name, Jimmy Dean. He was Willard White. Willard in White in the last James Bond movie, Diamonds Are Forever, with Sean Connery. Having said that, are you worried a little bit about these guys hitting the stride they're hitting? In August 19th?
2: No, I think it's a good time for it. The only thing that the, the Braves don't bother me is who's positioning themselves to be a wild card team. Because those wild card teams could be somebody who just gets hot late.
1: But you can't look, at, you can't look over your shoulder, as long as, especially since they're still winning. Yeah. As long as they continue to win right now, you don't worry about who's coming up behind you. They're, they're looking at wild card. Their expectations are a lot less. Kind of like us in radio. We don't look at the other folks.
2: We're just we're trying to be the top in Atlanta. We, we, we're, getting a couple, we're getting a couple of looks at the Giants. So we're getting them this weekend, and we're going to get them again next weekend out there. To me, that's the team that we may see. Again, of course, after they after they play the Giants, the Dodgers, the Yankees. Well, they got Colorado. Uh, and then they'll go well, they, got, to the they got the Mets. They got the Mets coming in for three games after the Giants. Okay, we, since we want to totally discount the Mets, we don't want to talk about them, huh? No, we beating up on them so bad. Yeah, uh, and, but then okay, the next weekend they go out to San Francisco, and then Colorado, and then um, Los Angeles. That's, that's a boy. This is a, that's a long road trip, and um, you know it's funny.
1: You, the the connection to the MVP in the National League has a Braves connection any way you spin it. Is it going to be Olson? We got a Acuna. You know, he's been there since May. Yeah. But then the other name he brought up is Freddie Freeman,
2: and they get to see him um, in, in another week.
1: So I, I just I just hope that and a, you and, want and, it to and, continue. And, and,
2: and Dodgers are warming up. Dodgers are warming up. That's a four game series in see, Los Angeles.
1: That's what I'm saying. You 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 want to hit. The stride they hit a week or so ago, you want that to happen August, you know, 29th, <laughs> August 30th, somewhere around there. Not that you want to have a bunch of losses, but, you know, figure some things out. Work on some get some of those, those pitchers opportunities to get in there that you know you're going to need long relief in the playoffs. Get your – get your guys – whatever you need to do. I'm not saying I know what they need to do, but whatever you need to do to feel comfortable – as if the playoffs are right around the corner, which a month and a half from now they are, but still do whatever it is you have to do. You have the luxury to do that having this kind of lead. Yeah. So that's that's my stance. But I'm, I'm just – this is – you know, when they won the series a few years ago, they were just now ascending. Mm-hmm. That's the way I like it. These guys are putting everybody in the rearview mirror now. God forbid we get an injury. I hope that don't happen, Obviously.
2: But. So, uh, we had we had some earlier in this in the season and 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 we dealt with them we, we made it through them and and that's the thing you you worry about that you just want to see consistency with this team and uh, to me that's the main thing you want to see
1: yeah
2: you got those teams in the in the central division you got the Reds and the Cubs that are right there behind Milwaukee we're gonna see some of them folks yeah I, mean, I ain't worried know. about though. No.
1: I'm really not I mean yeah let them do what they got to do but you know you got to like where you're at right now. Um, And, of course, they won the World Series with Acuna out, too. So, what are you going to do? We are going to talk to your partner, Chris Parker. You're joining us next. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, game 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, game 92.9thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg on this Saturday morning. You know, I just changed my mind. Uh I want to add a car to the memorabilia car we were talking earlier about things from movies that we would like to have. Yes. Houses and, and cars from certain things. And I had forgotten about that um, Sonny Crockett Porsche. Ah. Oh. Supposed to be, actually, it was a cut Corvette, a lot of people say. But it was, you know, it was supposed to be a Porsche in Miami. I was thinking of that because of Phil Collins and he was on that show. Okay. So yeah.
2: That's,
1: yeah, that's how that one went. <laughs> um, would you spend $20,000 on concert tickets? You. If you had it,
2: if I had it,
1: would, would you, still a lot of people have it? They still wouldn't spend it on a
2: concert. If table. I had nothing else to spend it on, I guess I'd have something else to spend it on. But Stephen A. Yeah,
1: okay, it says he dropped twenty grand. Yeah, on tickets for his daughters and their friends. Yeah, Taylor Swift. Then he came out and said, "Now think about this for a second. This is the part that made news to me. It wasn't the money that he dropped. He said afterwards, a man from Hollis, Queens, New York." That that was the best concert bar none that he'd ever been to, and he would pay it again to go see the, you know like next week. He said that wow. it was the best concert that Stephen A. Smith had ever seen. Yeah, and you know how he talks about musicians and this friend and that friend yeah. and that's my brother and all. I'm just saying, I was surprised to hear that statement. Not that she's not putting on a great show, right, right, she's, right. For the money that she's charging and who she is, she better be good. Yeah, it better be, good, yeah. <laughs> it and better be sure, good. And you heard nothing but but great things about it. And I wasn't surprised to hear that him say he enjoyed it and his daughters enjoyed it. I was surprised by that last statement. Yeah. That it was the best concert he had been to. I, I, I listen. Yeah. You know, I guess we ask our next guest yeah. if he
2: had it. Would he spend 20 grand for for, for 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 his daughters to go?
1: Yeah, there you go. That's coming up too, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Parker joining Sam and Greg Sports Radio 929 the Game, 929 the gamecom If your daughter's pulled at your shirt, they're down. By the way, how old are your daughters,
3: Chris? Uh, I've got a 13-year-old and a 6-year-old right right in the wheelhouse. Right
1: there, right there. So, okay, so let's say five years from now, uh, well, not 13. She'll be 18. She can buy her own tickets. But, you know. (laughs) You You hope. You hope. Yeah, a few years from now, um, they go and talk, Daddy, so-and-so's coming to town. And that person, whoever it might be, may not even be famous now
3: would you do it well the first thing i would do is have to call sam and greg and my no. connections and see you guys get me the tickets that'd be the first move before we spent the 20 grand yeah okay. but you, but after that we, we'd have to see but i don't i don't think i can get $20 maybe 20 grand say, i listen know. to him listen here's to him.
1: here's here's the question actually where and every man out there who's you know a dad will will relate to this where was it whether it's the 6 year old or the 13 year old that you being the the proud daddy or or, or doing your fatherly duties, you were with them at an event and you had this out-of-body experience going and looked around and said to yourself, I can't believe I'm here.
2: Oh, that's (laughs) easy for me.
1: Okay. What is it, Sam? Where was that? Okay, Uh, Sam, where were
2: you? I I worked concession stand uh, at Gwinnett Arena so somebody could go see uh, Justin Bieber. Yeah, man. <laughs> okay. I mean, see and see how y'all laughing at me? You see oh, how you laughing yeah. at me? that's that's okay. That's all right.
1: That's okay. I I myself at the kids bop concert one time, okay? Well, okay, wait, hang now on, you, Chris, Chris, say that again. You were breaking up a bit, kid, sir.
3: I said I caught that at the kids' bop. I was I found myself at the kids bop concert one time. Maybe four or five years ago, yeah. It's where the kids sing the popular songs, like Taylor Swift. Okay. You know? Yeah, that's that's a place where you humble you a little bit when you sit
0: <laughs> around that. Man.
1: <laughs> First time I went to pick up my stepdaughter at school, yeah. my car broke down right there in the, in the half the half circle, yeah. and she was embarrassed beyond belief because I was there to pick her up. First of all, it wasn't her dad, and mm. then it was me, and everybody looking. Who is that? And then my car stalled for whatever reason. They had to bring the tow truck in and put my car up on the limb, and she's in like. Fourth grade yeah. or Yo, fifth grade,
2: like, I yeah.
1: know, right? She just would walk home and <laughs> ten miles
2: away. <laughs> that is the worst. So that was that was that was,
1: that was mine. It just pops to mind. Sam and Greg, once again, hey buddy, listen, congratulations, another season. The high school scoreboard show you and my partner here. You got to be just worked up about getting started next week.
3: Yeah, we really excited. You know, we got the Corky Kale today. We start next week with the regular show, sixteen weeks in a row. Me and Sam, so. He's going to be busy. He's got you and me both now to share time with.
2: (laughs) No, we're looking forward to it because it's a good time. People have been asking us, too. People have really been asking us about it. And uh, what a time for it because we really set the stage this weekend, Chris. First of all, the games with Corky Kell, that amazing game in Carrollton last night. Um, So many things that have happened in this first weekend. We're not done yet.
3: Yeah, we're not done yet. That was, I mean, Carrollton likes a huge man. Two of the best teams. They'll be playing a long time. Uh, today, we've got four great games lined up that are going to be um, exciting to follow. We're going to be there for some of them. It's going to be – it's, it's just a great – it's the best kickoff event anywhere and really set the stage. And now you got Dave Hunter's name attached to it. It's going to be exciting.
1: Can you guys take a second and tell yeah. us why this is now the title of the Corky Cal with this name added for those in the audience who don't know why it's been added? Yeah
2: okay
3: yeah coach hunter dave hunter was the head coach of brookwood for a long time and became athletic director and uh, has been big in the georgia high school association coach hunter uh really organized and ran the corky kale for the last 32 years uh and corky kale was a coach that had passed away and um one of the helped organize the beginning of the event and so for the 32nd edition coach hunter uh was honored as adding his name to the event and um I mean, everybody's been really excited. Everybody that knows this event, Sam knows how hard Coach Hunter's worked at this for many, many years uh, to make this go every year. So, just kind of leaving a legacy for him. But it is a mouthful. We, me and Sam are going to have to get used to saying the Georgia Construction com, Corky Kale Dave Hunter Classic. Oh, wow. Say As, As we go
2: to the commercial breaks, we'll be saying that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, that's going to be fun. You know, Chris, he says he's going to step back, from, but we're going to see because – Usually when the game's in or getting close to ending, he's always on the field and he's looking at his watch. he's he's looking at
3: at that watch. He's ready to get that next game going. Coach Hunter will be out there working. (laughs) He he stepped back a little, I'm sure, but I bet he's going to be there today pushing him. Coach Dave Hunter, a great ambassador for Georgia
1: high school football. Isn't that right,
2: Sam? Yeah, he is. Truly is.
1: Before we get to the game, and we've been talking about him, Chris, throughout the show today, but I want to get your thoughts on it and let Sam spread his wings a little bit more about the game. He told me a few days ago was the real big one coming up. Was it Langston Hughes? Was that it was last night. last night. Last night. Why was that the big game, the matchup that folks who follow high school football were, were focusing well, on?
3: you got two of the best teams, period. Uh, a team that won the state championship in 6A versus a team that lost the 7A state championship game. So that's that. One Number one in one class versus number two in the other. But the big thing really is the quarterbacks, both five-star quarterbacks. I want to say first time in Georgia we've had that, you know, we've had, I think, three Big quarterbacks. We did have Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence a couple of years ago. Now you got these guys. you got Aaron Nolan. You know you're good when you go by a nickname. Air Nolan. <laughs> yeah. at, uh, Langston Hughes. Yep. And uh, been starting for several years. has been unbelievable. He's going to Ohio State. And then uh, Juju Lewis was the quarterback at Carrollton, who is not a senior but probably is the best prospect in the entire state, uh, all classes. Yeah. Uh really, really, really um, – I mean, he's got an offer from everybody. He'll go wherever he wants. The best prospect probably since Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields. So you had those two quarterbacks who everybody knows now and will know and will continue to play college and probably be NFL guys. So that was in, made it exciting. And then the team's been phenomenal too. And just the atmosphere. Carrollton's an unbelievable place to go to a game. Uh, it's just it, – it was it was a great kickoff to start the season. And in the game, it's rare that the games measure up at the same. But in that case, the game actually measured up. To what
2: the hype was, right down to the last second, right down yeah. to it was, it was like a playoff game. It really was, yeah. you know. Yeah. And that's the game they got us started. Folks are spending time on the waitforit hotline with my partner in crime for Friday nights, Chris Parker, and he is social. Uh, you can find him on Twitter or X or whatever you call it. This week, uh, at Chris <laughs> underscore Parker two two two. two Chris <laughs> underscore Parker. Are we going
3: to say that X thing all the time now? I, I don't know. Have to do that now. thing.
2: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, you know what? We're going to get a chance, and our game may be the first one. I don't know, but considering the temperament of the coaches in the first game, I think we're going to see it done in the first game. But we could be the first to see a game uh, where, you know, video review is used and yeah. the they coach uses it, the penalty flag. What what, what, are your, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on that? We're going to actually see it in person today.
3: I, I'm, I'm sure like everything it'll be maybe a little overused, but I'm really excited – that we get it in the finals. This is the practice, okay? We're practicing today, and they're going to do it again in the finals. And you just want the best teams to win. You want somebody to win that, that, you know, the plays really did go in their favor. And so I'm excited about the end result of this. But I think it'll be – there's a reason we're going to practice today. There's going to be some practicing needed. So it'll be interesting. (laughs) I'm I'm excited about it. I I know there are three replay officials. uh, One's on the field and two are kind of isolated. And they're going to have to go to them immediately. It's going to be some logistics that go into that. It's not as simple as people see on TV with the NFL. You know, we're not the NFL, but it's um, but we're going to get it right, and that's exciting. You know, you guys called a game last year, Sam. That, you know, there was a tough call at the end, right? Very. I and mean, you want to just get it right. We we don't care who wins, but we really do want it to get it right. And I think this is a good measure. They're already doing it in many other states, so I'm excited we've added this.
2: Yep, and that has happened today uh, over at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. I think it's going to be great to see that. Also, I mean, we, we've had – and we talked about it. We'll talk about it and dig into it next week. The fact of the officiating, and we're seeing the impact of that already. We had a lot of games Thursday night and a lot of games today. Around yep. State,
3: and that is an official issue because, remember, there's no bye weeks early and late in the year. So the first couple weeks of the season and the last couple are when it's really at its worst because there's no teams really with bye weeks and so there's more games across the state than any other week, and they just don't have enough officials when everybody plays on the same day. We just don't. It's just a fact. We've been mourning about this for years, and we're finally there.
1: Chris Parker joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 the game 92.9thegame.com. You weren't listening earlier, dude, but Sam was cussing. Sam was cussing. He was cussing. He called folks yeah, he knuckleheads, and, you, you know, that's cuss word for him. That he is was, a cuss he, for Sam. He was He was. He was, cool he was frustrated. have
3: yeah, yeah. well, he used a yeah. few
1: other choice ones in, in describing what we have seen or what you, you folks who follow college, uh, high school football have seen lately as far as post-game fights and, yeah. and craziness going on. I mean, more so than the usual. But what we were discussing this morning was this. The one that really got him worked up into a lather had to do with one team that was in Georgia, and one team was from, from Baltimore. And how mm-hmm. does the discipline should be handed down when you know that the team in Georgia here is going to be disciplined by yep. local governing body, but how and who dispenses that um, that discipline to the other team? Because the way Sam put it is, you know, the team in Georgia, they got to sit out or they're going to get suspended or whatever mm-hmm. the case. Them folks up, you know, from Baltimore, they're going to play next week. That's not fair.
3: Yeah, it's there has to be some kind of intergovernmental work in between the associations and – uh, I do know that the, the executive directors of all these associations work together, and so I'm sure Dr. Hines at our, with the GHFA and the Maryland folks have talked about that. I saw that clip of the people from Maryland, but you know, while that's very unfortunate, and I don't, we don't want to see that, and we got to do better than that across the board. We need to see less and less of that kind of behavior. Um, I, I, you know, I do think maybe those guys from Maryland came down here, and um, you know. It didn't really go their way, and yeah. maybe got offended. But they got we got to all control ourselves a little better than that. But wouldn't you say that's probably the the, the genesis of that, Sam?
2: I, I think so. And, and one thing I really sounded off on is, is coaches, and uh, you know, people talk about well, do away with the post game handshake. No, no, teach the post game handshake.
3: Yeah, let's have, yeah. The post game handshake's great. I mean, we need to do a better job of educating folks on how to lose and how to win and um it's hard to do i mean i'm not saying it's and it only takes one or two of a group of 100 to make them all look bad right right um and so it's a tough dynamic but no i'm with you sam i would rather see let's just teach you know let's handle ourselves with some class and let's try to compete and play hard to win and when it's over it's over either way so um it's a good life lessons in football and we don't want to take that away and so i'm with you i I don't know, but I never heard Sam go further than Knucklehead, so I may have to go. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna you am going to give a plug. I'm going to get on the Odyssey app. I'm going to listen to that. <laughs> yeah, go back to
1: it. Go back to it, and, and just, you know, he going to have to hit his knees tonight and, and ask for forgiveness because he yeah. was Knuckleheads and. and other words that I just can't even. Repeat. No,
2: I wasn't that bad. Man, but just think, we're going to say I we're
3: that.
1: He was frustrated by these folks coming down here and putting it on these Georgia players. Well,
3: not just and, that, and the coaches no, too. When, when they, they lost. Them did they,
2: say they that. Didn't put it on them between them lines. No, they didn't. They lost the game. <laughs> you know, you know, get, 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 get on your bus and roll. All right, <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, we got to go. We got to go. We got to go get for the First break. We'll see you a little bit. You, you and I working together. Second game, the one o'clock game. Look forward to seeing you over at Mercedes-Benz Stadium, partner.
1: Good to talk to you guys, like always. And looking forward to the show next week, next Friday night. Things get started at?
2: Yep, 7 o'clock, 7 to midnight. 7 7 o'clock. It it is the high
1: school football scoreboard show. My partner, Sam Crenshaw, and Chris Partner. Buddy, have a good rest of your weekend.
2: Yes,
1: sir. All right, there you go. We're going to wrap things up and get you started. For the first game, Corky Kell here up next. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, game 92.9thegame.com. March radio, 92 Nine the Game, 929 Game.com. It's Sam and Greg. Count down the Corky Kell. That's what we're doing. We're your opening act. We got about oh, 10 minutes, 15 minutes or so before we gotta turn things over to the um, to the pregame. Yeah. For Corky Kell. And getting you ready for Norcross and Marietta, that first game. So we are gonna just try and be very, very cognizant of what we're talking about. We just gotta get through this. So, by the way, yeah. um, I realized earlier in the show we were talking about memorabilia that we'd like to have because out in Conyers today there is a a, a big sale of props, There's things from the various Vampire Diaries, the TV shows, uh, the originals. Uh, um, what was the other spin? On? Legacies, that's okay. another one of the shows out there. The Supernatural Highway I-20, that area between Conyers and Covington. So we got to thinking, what would we like to have from movies or TV shows? And we, we ran through a bunch of them. Most of them were cars. And I'm surprised you guys didn't bring up the fact that you know what kind of James Bond fan I am, that I didn't say his Aston Martin.
2: Yeah. No, but what's it doing there? Pardon? Oh, you, you, you. I, yeah, you I didn't that, mention that one. It. Okay. Yeah, I didn't.
1: But I wouldn't want that one. I'd want the one that Pierce Brosnan had, where it became invisible. It wasn't an Aston Martin. It was a different. I think it was a BMW. Or okay. Something, but it, <laughs> it 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 could do some. It could do some different things as opposed to those corny gadgets. From the original
2: one, he always had doing something.
1: Here's one that is outside the box, and you may or may not appreciate this Uh-oh. one. And this is old, as before my time, but I, you know, I saw the replays of uh, it. Can you take an animal? I would like Little Joe's horse from Bonanza. He had that painted horse. I thought that was the coolest looking animal I had ever seen when I was really, a kid. yeah, the, the the one Little Joe had. Okay, because it was the other ones were solid colors, you know, that pops and Hoss and. And, and and Adam, when he was on the show, had, but Little Joe had like a different color, multicolor. It was, I think they call them painted paint, horses. Yeah, painted. Yeah. yeah. That's one I'd want. Okay. And I'm not a horse person. I've been on three horses in my life. Okay. And one I almost killed outside the Brave Stadium. Oh. I didn't oh. know you shouldn't pull back on the reins. Ah. Uh, and it was unsuspect. Anyway. So I just, <laughs> just want to get that off my chest. Um. But listen, man, this this kind of day for you, I'm always interested what this is like. Right now, those those hours before you're you're doing something I've never done before, never called a game at any level.
2: Yeah. And well, you you, you what well, you, you've done things, you talk with the coaches and you've done some background on on the, on the different players to watch out for, who's who uh who is being who's being recruited. You wanna make make sure you mention those players being recruited. Um the game we're coming up with the, with 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 uh, McEachern and and Brookwood, we're talking two teams that are Basically kind of, kind of on, on rebuilds, you know. Um, McEachin's with, a, with the new head coach his first year there. Brookwood is a coach who's been there, but he had a big graduating class last year, including, including a quarterback, Dylan Lonergan, who's now at University of Alabama. He's not, easy, <laughs> not easy to replace this. No. Guy. So, but you're going to break in a couple of guys, you're probably going to see two different quarterbacks for Brookwood in the game. Just uh, trying to see who works and who's um, they're doing something uh, good for them. Both teams, I think, have good offensive lines. McKeach may be a little more experienced than than, uh, than Brookwoods, but both got some size, and so uh, I think I think this. If you like some fighting in the trenches, and I don't know, I don't know if we're gonna go Smash Mouth. I know it's gonna be completely one of those kind of games, but the lines I think are gonna really determine, and also give the rest of the players a chance to get into a little bit of a comfort zone as the game goes on. I asked both coaches, are you gonna come in here and uh, do the uh, coach Norman Dale? See that goalpost is the same height as back home, so they don't look up at the ceiling and see if the Roofs open, or if the halo board, or any of that type of thing, they'll get caught looking at those but you things. You know they're gonna do that. Well, you, that's what you, I was going to well, ask. Well, you that. get down there early. You get down there early so they can walk around and see all those things because you know when you ready to play football, you want the field to be the same dimensions as the one back home, right? Right. But uh, it, it, is, it is a little different when well, you walk. That's this what place. I was going to ask you. Your and ex- especially if you never played down there before, your
1: experiences. You know, we traditionally we go to World Series if it's baseball, the Super Bowl if it's football. Those first X amount of minutes at the beginning, they always run on emotion. Yeah, and these are pros. So, what's that like for you? Has it been your experience at the, each game, whether it's the first one, the the biscuits and game? You don't game? know what
2: you're going to see, and and, and 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 that's true. I mean, that that's it. Even from a team that you say is used to playing, you know, in a great environment, the first game out, mm-hmm. you know, and you got some people playing some roles that they haven't played before some people who now have to be leaders with their team that maybe haven't been leaders before, you don't quite know what you're going to get. I you ain't have an talking idea, you that. might. Yeah, you I'm know. talking about being in that building. That's what I'm saying yeah, and, just, and, and, and being in the building and whatnot, dressing out in the locker room, dressing out, you know, that's, that's, that's a whole different, whole <laughs> I mean, different type you thing. You see right?
1: so many kids like, this is Grady Jarrett's locker. Yeah. this yeah. <laughs> You know, right. this player's, oh, man. Yeah, that's, that's the part I'm wondering if, you know, you've noticed over the years but as you said it's a, it's a hodgepodge you don't you don't know what you're going you to don't, You don't
2: you you really don't know what you're going to get until they get started and then you get you get an idea as the game goes along and I think with these two teams you you know we may see different teams by the third quarter than we see in the first quarter because you know you know the talent is there and the coaches have done well with them they just haven't done a lot of it together you know as, as starters so i think mkechi may have some guys to start more games uh, than Brookwood does, but I think we're going to have a good matchup that's in the second game today.
1: Yeah, again, North Cross, Marietta, get things started. Brookwood, McEachin, followed by Mill Creek and North Gwinnett, which is the game you and Chris are calling. And then uh, Eric behind the glass is calling Grayson and Walton. Keeping his fingers crossed so he can be here tomorrow morning. None of these games before that went going to overtime. So he's not there. Starting his job at
2: yes ten thirty serving serving donuts and coffee <laughs> <7
1: o'clock. laughs> and by the way we've been and, and rightfully so we've been talking a lot of high school football uh, throughout the show today and we're going to just check on out here in just a couple minutes but do want to remind you Atlanta United's back at it tomorrow they've had a long break man yeah
2: l- longer than they wanted they didn't want to break this long but unfortunately because they got bounced early in uh in, in the in the early stage of a league's cup. They've just been there. They have been sitting idly by. They've been working because they had a, a number of new pieces join the team. They've been working on, on on just chemistry and finding some consistency and getting ready to make a big push for the postseason. These last ten games that they have, and it starts at a tough place, way out in Seattle. And uh, yep. we'll King see. In
1: front of a TV, pre-kick at ten o'clock. Kick at ten thirty.
2: They'll have a cup of coffee and they'll be catching a fish. <laughs> and by uh, the
1: way, <laughs> uh, Thursday. You can't get in front of a TV. Falcons last preseason game against the Steelers. Pre-kick at five thirty. Kick at seven thirty. It's a longer pregame show, which is what we do right here, right?
2: Absolutely. Eh, we get got you covered
1: ready. all the way around. Um, I'm trying to think of what else we wanted to uh, cover before we. Oh, I just want to tell you too. You mentioned John Grant earlier mm-hmm. in the show. John Grant's going to join us tomorrow. Yes. To talk Celebration Bowl and any you know a number of things. We get this guy on. We got to have him on more than once a year. Yeah, he got to have other stuff going on. We just
2: got him on for the Miak Swag Challenge. We got him on for South Carolina State and Jackson State next week. We're getting it for. As the show winds down, it's time for us to cover some of the things we haven't yet, as we flush out some of the small stories we may have missed. With Sam and Greg.
1: Yeah, and also want to mention Mark Simon's going to join us talking Braves, and our own David Archer. Yes, will join us at nine twenty, telling us. Oh, we got to move it up a little quicker. Okay, all right. <laughs> Thank you for the heads up. Uh, happy birthdays on this day. Orville Wright. Really? Yeah. Or not, not the popcorn dude. Orville Wright.
2: Yeah, man. Charlie
1: Comiskey, who's who's responsible for a number of things in Major League Baseball, along with the reason behind throwing the 1919 World Series. Ooh. Because he was running there. Coco Chanel, Malcolm Forbes. Mmm. Uh, you know, I mentioned Jill St. John, but also on the same day, Johnny Nash. You can see clearly yeah. how the rain no, is gone. I can see clearly. That's
2: what I said. That's why I don't say mm, You can see. Okay, there you go. Ned Yost. My goodness. Okay. Ned Yost, happy yeah. birthday. Darryl happy birthday.
1: Uh, John, happy 60th birthday, John Stamos. Happy 53rd birthday, Fat Joe.
2: Okay. <laughs> yeah. You know,
1: and the people that we lost on this day, three names. Caesar, like that Caesar, Augustus Caesar, Groucho Marx, and Dick Gregory. Okay. Yeah, just reading up. Today was the day that the, the uh, Indianapolis Motor Speedway opened. It was all on this day. The first All-American soapbox derby was held on this day. And I gotta tell you this story. On this day, an umpire named Jocko Conlon, He threw out the Phillies manager, whose name was Frankie Frisch. you know why? Why? This dude walked on the field holding an umbrella. Whoa! An Open, opened umbrella. He was trying to get a rain delay. Ha <laughs> ha! I'm through about out of the game and didn't call a rain delay. All right. Uh, <laughs> this is some more insignificant information that we're held on this day. Oh, yeah. Also, this, uh, this was the day the New York Herald reported that there was gold in California. The really? discovery of gold. Yeah. An eastern.
2: How long did it take them to get that information all the way across the country? Thank you.
1: It was, this was in Think a- about that. 1848.
2: They gold posted. in California being reported from New York.
1: That's what made it official. Wow. And so then everybody headed to California. You, sir, and Eric, too. Eric, thank you, but also I say to both of you guys, have a wonderful call. We'll do that. All right. You guys do a great job today. We're going to be back tomorrow morning, but we got to get on out of here. It is time for the pregame, getting you set for a full day of high school football, the Corky Cal Classic out at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Sam and Greg will be back with you tomorrow morning from 6 until 10 right here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com, and you can take us with you on the Odyssey app.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild.